It's the Real Estate Podcast, across every state, city and town of Australia. And welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Podcast, available on iHeartRadio and also Spotify and Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts from. It's another weekend, yes, right around Australia on this Saturday morning for June the 18th for 2022. Coming up in just a moment, we're talking with Alice Stoltz. It's the second half of the interview we did on Thursday. Tuesday. If you missed it, Alice, who is the managing editor at Domain, wrote an opinion piece regarding the rate rises and how to look more on the brighter side. So she has some more of her insightful comments coming up. But next, we are talking about a trip to the Hunter Valley that we are giving away. It's all rather exciting. And as always, if you're looking at property either today or tomorrow, get out there and enjoy your day. Enjoy your morning coffee. Wake up every morning to the Real Estate Podcast. Well, as you've heard me talking, we've got this fantastic getaway weekend. Well, you can go on the weekend. You can go during the week. You can go whenever you want. The main thing is you've got to win it first. So let's go to Katie Lee. She's working in the marketing department for the Hunter Valley Wine and Tourism Association. Very good morning to you there, Katie. How are you doing? Oh, good morning, Craig. I'm doing fantastic. Thanks for asking. Now, you're in a very enviable position there. Lovely spot. How many prizes exactly have you come up with? You come up with a few, eh? Oh, we've got we've got double figures of prizes here, Craig, and we've got more than ten. Um, so we're really excited to bring this to a lucky winner um, who listens to the podcast. Wow, over 10. Now, we can let out one of those prizes in terms of it's two nights that they're staying there, right? So tell us a little bit about where they'll be staying. Yeah, look, McEwa Resort at Hunter Valley Gardens, an absolutely fantastic place to stay in the heart of the Hunter Valley, right in the middle of Pocolbin. It's two nights accommodation and breakfast is included. You're staying at this beautiful resort, you've got breakfast included and you know, the heart of the Hunter Valley, you can just walk right over to the Hunter Valley Gardens. You've got access to restaurants and shops, cafes, the gardens, which are amazing, and lots to do. You can access everything you need to from this one spot or drive yourself and go a little bit further and explore the rest of the valley. It honestly is a fantastic place to stay and it's four and a half star accommodation. You mentioned that there's over 10 of these prizes. Probably the best way maybe to do this is um, we could maybe mention one of these prizes every day because we're going to be running this over the next two weeks, 14 days. Oh, absolutely. You don't want to give it away all up front. I would rather you know, speak to one of these every single day and, and let the, the listeners know exactly what they're going to be winning and really talk about the magnificent prizes that are on offer here. Every single prize included is a fantastic experience in the Hunter Valley. I'm really jealous that I can't enter. <laughs> Me too. I can't. So that's two <laughs> of us out. And probably not a bad idea to get you back every morning. You could just be letting the audience know what is in the prize package, perhaps. 
Oh, look, I'd love to join you every morning, Craig, and to talk about all these prize components. The Hunter Valley, I love it. I live and breathe it. And I'm really excited to be talking about the amazing things we have on offer here. One lucky winner is is going to have an amazing getaway in the Hunter Valley. You know, most people, when they go away, they'll do one or two things. This is probably quite unusual and if people have been to the Hunter Valley before, if they win this, this will be an experience unlike anything else they've done. It truly will be. You cannot experience the Hunter Valley in one weekend. There is so much to see and do here. This prize is all-encompassing of everything the Hunter Valley is. We've got something for everyone in here. There's an experience for every different type of traveller to enjoy. So I guarantee if you win this, you will have the time of your life. And there's, there's so much to do that you probably have to come back. That's a point. All right. Well, look, thank you this morning for telling us a little bit about a little bit of the tease about this competition. And we will be talking again on Monday morning. Yeah, look, thanks for having me this morning, Craig. Really great to chat to you. And I look forward to talking to you on Monday morning. We feature market updates, interviews and trends. It's your real estate podcast for breakfast. Well, it's time for the second half of the interview that we did with Alice Stoltz from Domain. And we were talking about the rises in interest rates. And I said to Alice, we really have to keep everything in perspective because what goes up will eventually come down. Look, that's exactly right. And and I think people who have seen all the peaks and troughs of the market sort of wisely sit back at this time and just say, look, everything's going to be okay, kids. But I think it can feel quite scary. But you have to remember that at the top of the market, things can feel quite scary in the way that prices rise so quickly. And if you're a buyer trying to get into that market, it's absolutely scary. And at the moment, we're saying, oh, poor, these poor owners are feeling scared because we're at the what may be going towards the bottom of the market. So I just think we're in a downturn phase it will it will then stabilize and then it will eventually start to rise again and then we'll have another peak and we'll, we'll have the same script that we've had from the past few years will be repeated over and over again so i mean a lot of people really love buying during a falling market some people will only buy during that sort of market so it can feel scary but i just think we have to sort of step back a little bit and look at the greater picture here of what is actually happening Oh, Alice, stop it. You're talking way too much common sense here. (laughs) (laughs) And another point, Alice, is damned if you do, damned if you don't. Look, you know, during the election campaign, we saw governments coming out and people were very happy and ready to criticise that these policies um, from both the Liberal and the Labor governments were going to jack up house prices and how irresponsible and this is not solving the problem. And now we've got the other side of the coin that people are now worrying, will house prices drop too much as a result of interest rates rising? And I suppose I just feel like there are so many days where I wake up and I think, what side of the fence, you know, is the public mood going to be on today? And I I suppose I think we just need to have a bit of a pause here at times to really understand the end game or the long-term view of this because property is a really long-term play. I don't believe it's a commodity that you can just jump in and out of quickly. I think if you do that, you will get, get burnt by it. There was an, some amazing and quite, you know, qu- quite encouraging policy coming out of governments and the fact that they both governments had it firmly on the agenda and now we're already seeing um, another step in that direction with the suggestion of removal of stamp duty potentially in New South Wales. 
we're seeing people talking about these bigger issues, which are going to be the things that may actually change the situation that the market has found itself in. And have you been surprised, because I certainly have been, with the backlash towards the media because so much comment, so many people are passing judgment about the media and all the negativity around the whole real estate landscape. It's hard to find a sweet spot in when talking about property at a time like this. You've got another point I made was this idea of a same storm and different boat. Because for a lot of people, as I said, some people love to probably buy in a cooling market. You've got other people who are potentially facing mortgage stress now or may do in the next sort of six to six to eight months. So I think it's very hard to sort of be all things to all people. And I suppose at Domain, we try to sort of, you know, we, we try to talk to all, all areas of the market and all ends of the spectrum when it comes to prices and whether it comes to buyers and sellers, whether they're investors, whether they're renters, whether they're first-home buyers or downsizers. But people are certainly in very different situations. And while this might be great news for you, Craig, it might be bad news for me. And I think we just have to try to... Um, unpack what's actually going on here and take a bit of a beat so we don't sort of get swept away in the emotion of this is a terrible negative cycle. Mm, And next year, of course, if anything, the negative cycle continues with the 40% of people who are going to come off those fixed rates. And boy, the, you know, I've, I've said it a couple of times, the reality, the new reality is going to burn extremely hard. Yeah, I think you're exactly right. And I think there are a lot of people who are going to get quite a shock. But yet again, and and I really am loathe to sort of say, I told you so to people, but the warning signs have been there for some time that this is coming. And those people should really be thinking around how they're going to deal with that next year when those fix when they come off those fixed rates. You know that if you're really being quite sort of um, thinking in a very clever way, people should be really making those changes to their lifestyle and their spending habits now. And in your opinion piece, you're talking about budgeting and staying on top financially. I think it was headed up as get your house in order. So important. I'm the first to admit, I think budgeting and financial management can be so boring, but it's just got to be done. It's sort of, it's just one of those things, isn't it? It's it's like life admin. It's like going to the dentist and going to the GP for a checkup. These are things that, are, that happen when you're an adult and they're particularly things when you want to have investments. You need to be financially responsible. And I really think the onus is on each of us to take that responsibility as arduous and dull as it may feel at times. I think we all know when you actually get stuck in and do it and sit in front of a spreadsheet, it can actually feel quite empowering. And, you know, nowadays there is so much literature and information out there and so many services available, often often for free, on how to navigate your way through this if you don't find yourself having a high level of financial literacy. There is so much help and information available. So I suppose I just think the onus is on all of us to actually take responsibility for that. Well, it's a really nice piece that you've done, Alice, and it ends with life goes on, which is just so true. It comes back to the ups and downs of the market, but that through line is that life just continues to go on. Yeah, look, I think when people say, oh, people are going to put off selling, are people going to put off buying? The reality is, is that 
a lot of people can't. And if you're if you're having a baby, you might be able to put off, you know, needing that extra bedroom for maybe six months or a year or something. But eventually, you're going to need the space. It's the same with with you know, someone has a death in their family and they might have a there might be a deceased estate potentially ready to hit the market, and the family might wait off a little bit. But at the end of the day, someone's going to say, "Look, I actually need the money. We need to sell that house now," and and so on. And as I said, and people move for jobs, and there are all sorts of things that dictate people where people live and when they buy or sell. So I think people who hold out can really only probably hold out so long because I don't really think that that many people move purely for lifestyle choices. Most people move for a demographic change or shift. Well, I think that you've definitely offered some supporting comments there in terms of trying to just look on the the bright side of life, which kind of reminds me of that movie of Monty Python, but I won't get into that this morning. (laughs) (laughs) I hope so, but I I really did finish, full disclosure, I really did finish last week when I, just before I wrote that piece, thinking, feeling quite despondent by it all. And I just thought we really have to look look ahead and try to sort of see the bigger picture here. And, and, you know, I saw Philip Lowe, the governor of the Reserve Bank, speaking uh, speaking this week, and he was saying you know, that no one anticipated the economy to bounce back like it did during COVID. And it was only a year and a half, two years ago, that we're in this depth of potentially facing economic a huge economic crisis and the country has rebounded out of it and that's we're now having to clean up that that effectively is what we're doing and we really all need to do it together i suppose yeah it's a mop-up it's a monumental mop-up so (laughs) thank you for those comments and we must get you back in the not too distant future hey have yourself a great morning and thanks for coming on to the real estate podcast Thanks for having me, Craig. We connect you to the best real estate information across Australia. The Real Estate Podcast.